0: But maybe I can reach you where you are. Where are you, man? This is Bill Harper. I'm a man in search of my heart. And I am going to talk today about the book of Third Kings. That's right. There is no such book in the Bible. But I suggest we are living it out today in this country, even the world, the imaginary book of Third Kings. So back to the real books of the Bible, the books of First and Second Kings are the story of Israel's decline. Whereas First and Second Samuel document Israel's shift from corrupt judges to the righteous leadership of David, Kings shows how Israel divides and falls into the hands of her enemies. The rise and fall, the rise and fall. It's kind of like a sine wave, okay? But the rest of these books document the way these kings, and even those who followed, lead God's people to worship and holiness and surrender. And each king is remembered according to whether or whether not They led Israel to worship God or worship idols elsewhere. So my question, my point, my suggestion is, has God told the story of the nation of Israel as a template for the history of the world, of this country? I think so. That's why it's all there. And is the book of Third Kings the story of this nation? If so, where would it begin? With Washington, with Lincoln, with Reagan? Or the real drama happening in our country today. You see, without going into the leadership of this country or the attitude and character and idolatry of our nation, our people, I see this period of history as the imaginary book of Third Kings. Yes, decline. You can do the math pretty easily. So I take a look. Maybe you should take a look around at the attitude, character, and idolatry of our people, our nation. I've been there. Indeed, I was. On my knees weeping at my sin and my actions and the man that I had become. And it was a big turn. It was about 18 years ago. So I've been there. Anyway, so let's take a look at our nation here. Perhaps you can do the math. This all started on a recent trip to see some family. And I took a wrong turn and found myself driving through South Albany, Georgia. And I saw sobering poverty. I perceived a darkness upon the land with great clarity compared to what I see on the TV or what I perceive. This was firsthand experience. It moved my heart. I was struck with sadness. There was a man was walking down the road there in this area of South Albany, and I prayed for him. Actually, I was kind of talking to God, with God, asking God to help him, and I was moved to speak a question out. I don't know if it was intended for him, from God or from me, but I said, Where are you, man? Where are you, man? And perhaps if God asked him the question and he heard it, it would get the man to ask the next question. Where are you, God? Where are you, God? Where are you? From us to God, from God to us. Interesting question as we seek to find him. Do we really care even? You see, I subscribe to the larger story. That's the story that God has been telling from the beginning, way before Genesis, by the way. And With that new outlook, it's, well, from 18 years ago. With that filter, I see the world differently. I see this world at war in the context of a warrior, the battle for my heart, that I would not be distracted to worship idols and fall away. And to battle for the hearts of others, to fight for the hearts of others, to share my heart and hands and compassion and story, to awaken those who may be hungry, to even awaken their hunger, and for those who are aware of their poverty and seek more. More than just physical poverty, there's spiritual poverty, there's darkness upon the land, and it really does break my heart and moves me to a bit of fear now. However, I turn to God and trust Him, really. But it has moved my heart to share this now, the story of the imaginary book of Third Kings. I also think we found a way, or I found a way, to light up the heart. It seems when I speak of being in search of my heart, what I'm really seeking is to integrate my heart, mind, soul, and spirit. And it's come up a lot lately that I've found some science here, and it's involved in the right brain versus the left brain. Once again, you may have heard this before, you see... In general, the left brain is the analytical, concrete, the logical side of our brain. And the right brain is the intuitive, creative, emotional. In general, that's true for us humans. But recent discoveries indicate that for lasting change to occur, isn't that what we're after? A changed life, a changed outlook, freedom from addiction, Freedom from hate and anger, to be a better husband, a better wife, a better student. All of these things, we're looking for lasting change to occur. Would that be the growth, maturity, and sanctification of a Christian? Yes, it would. Anyway, for lasting change to occur, both halves of the brain need to be engaged. They've discovered this recently. And I've said this already, I am in search of my integrated heart, which means really I'm in search of both halves of my brain. And I found a piece of it there in the feeling that I drove through South Albany. It was a feeling of sorrow. It was a feeling of urging to continue this fight for others' hearts. The sobering poverty. Where are you, man? (laughs) Yeah, I hear God asking that to me as well. Where are you, God? I have found him to be a lot closer. And I hope he's finding me to be connected. By the way, we do have a men's retreat. It goes into this subject, a larger story, and tries to light up both halves of the brain. And when I say I'm a man in search of my heart, I'm also a leader of Return to Glory Ministries, and we host a Wild at Heart men's retreat where you can begin to find your heart. Trust me, it works. Anyway, at the retreat, with very powerful teaching, we use some movie clips, and they're really moving And they open a man's heart. They're really like a can opener, okay? You can get all the teaching you want into the left brain, the analytical side. But until it reaches the right brain, remember, we don't have any lasting change. So the movie clips act as a can opener to that. And at the Wild at Heart Men's Retreat, you can register and find information. Grab a pencil, write this down. I'll say it again later. rtgministries.org, rtgministries.org. It's happening 4 to 7 April in Old Town, Florida. Anyway, at the retreat, we go into some deep subjects and the movie clips really open a man's heart, open the right brain. That's what we're after for lasting change, isn't it? And that's what happened to me in Albany. I was perceiving and seeing and knowing and contemplating the book of Third Kings and the abject poverty of our nation, and I was also feeling and seeing, and that one man I focused I share the question for all of us, including me. Where are you? God says to the man, and the man answers, where are you? It's a big question. It opened up my heart that day in South Albany, praying for the man. I don't know how. I just sensed it. it gave me these paws. So I leave you with these questions. Where are you, sir? Come to the retreat. You may find out where you are, and you may find out where God is. And get us to ask the next question, where are you, God? Again, that retreat, 4 to 7 April. Write this down, rtgministries.org, rtgministries.org. I am Bill Harper. I'm a man in search of my heart. I think I'm finding more of it every day. And I'm trying to reach out and help others. That's why we do this men's retreat. So I leave you with these thoughts from 2 Chronicles. Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. 2 Chronicles 7.14 So if that happens, what's it going to look like? Perhaps we men and women look up to heaven and address God with the question, Where are you? And then, perhaps... We will hear the next question from God. Where are you? Both ways. Think about it. I'm in search of my heart. I hope you can find yours. This is Bill Harper. Have a great day.